0: Welcome back it is another episode of life with hula the podcast hi my name is hula and yep this is my podcast and it is the start of the third to last week of 2020 you guys can I just put that in perspective for you this is the start of the third to last week we only have three more weeks of 2020 and then we're done is that crazy I mean, I know a lot of people are looking forward to 2020 being over, but then again, it's not like it's going to hit 2021 and then magically all the, the craziness that we've gone through is going to magically disappear, but we can only hope, right? It's been such a crazy year, and for those of you that are new to the show, um, I am a former radio personality here in San Diego. I used to be in the radio business in the mornings, and I used to wake people up and and talk about my life, and I used to talk about trending news, and talked about foods that I loved, and you know TV shows I watched. And I decided when I lost my job at the beginning of the year, year to continue that and uh, in this podcast form. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Life with Hula. It's Monday. We're trying to ease back into the week again. Um, I mean, again, like I said, three weeks before... <laughs> 2020 ends but um, I do want to share with you the fun that was my wife and I's anniversary uh, dinner it was kind of not romantical but I'll go over what we did um, on Friday I will also share with you something I did for all of those delivery drivers out there Um, I did post um, or did something that a lot of people are already doing but I decided to do it myself because I know I have a lot of packages coming my way this week Also, I have your moment of pure happiness at the end of the show, which will bring a smile to your face as it does mine, and it's about Secret Santa. I've got your dad jokes because it's Dad Joke Monday, but first, as always, I have three stories that will be trending today, and I call these your stories to keep you in the know. So if you haven't heard, there has been random monolith sightings, and now monolith tracking is a thing. So these mysterious monoliths have been appearing around the world, and it's here to stay for at least a while. To preserve the strange history of the monolith, someone aggregated all the details of each monolith into an easy-to-read Google document. So the very first one that showed up was, in the, U- was the Utah monolith, and that was on November 18th of 2020. And you've sh- already heard about that because it was found in an extremely rural part of Utah near the uh, near Moab. The Utah monolith has become known, captivated media, and thrill seekers for days. Now, that was until the next one popped up in Romania on November 27th, and as quickly as people's attention changed to Romania, it was whiplash back to California. The California monolith... Uh, showed up on December 2nd, succumbed to the same fate as the Utah and Romania monolith, all of them were torn down and removed. In California, the people who destroyed it also recorded themselves and shared it on social media. But did you know that December 11th, the California monolith was only the third of 23 documented monoliths being found? And while some of them are clear gimmicks, like the oldest surviving monolith erected in the middle of the Fremont Street <laughs> experience in downtown Las Vegas, Some of them are still uh, mysteries. The chart and classifications uh, where the monoliths are found uh, show where they're found, when it was found, and in some cases when it was removed, comes directly from monolithtracker.com. That's monolithtracker.com. It does show uh, different things, like I said, in Utah was the first one. It, it does a random like classification. So an S class means it was a significant monolith. It was well made with zero explanations of appearance. A P class was possibly significant monolith, well made, but with little information or some evidence that suggests a knockoff generally less mysterious than an S class. A Q class monolith is questionable. It's not confirmed to be knockoffs, but not like but likely considering the origin of appearance of the monolith, and K-Class are knockoff monoliths with little mystery surrounding them. So Utah, like I said, November 18th, Romania, November 27th, Pine Mountain, which was on December 2nd, that's the California one, apparently that's a questionable one, where the other two before were S-classes, significant monoliths, and then it just keeps going. There's Pittsburgh, which apparently is a knockoff, Fremont Street is questionable, Joshua Tree is... um what they call a possible, uh, Texas is a knockoff, West Jordan, a knockoff, Russian, uh, uh is a knockoff, Colorado spaceport knockoff. And it goes all the way down to El Paso, which is a, uh, P class possible. And then Q, which is questionable is, uh, the Belgi, uh, Belgian. And that was December 8th. So those are your latest monolith sightings. Um, Gosh, there's so many of them uh, for the past couple of weeks, and we'll see what the heck this is all about. If this is, like, supposed to be, like, some sort of, like, Banksy thing that's happening now where all these silver monoliths are appearing. We'll find out. I mean, I know. Somebody will eventually give us all that information. Your next story to keep you in the know, music venue weathers pandemic storm with streaming shows. So much of the year has been quiet for the music industry, devastating an eco- ecosystem from engineering to working musicians who earn their tour incoming or incoming, earn their income touring music venues have been dark the whole time. Says Chris Goldsmith, a Grammy winning producer and president of entertainment of belly up entertainment in San Diego. A lot of people have had to find other work uh, uh, others, are trying to weather the storm, but it's a long storm. In lieu of live performances, the venue spent much of the fall streaming concerts for as little as $10 per household. They say people have jumped at the chance to get back into live music, but it's still a bit of an adjustment for the bands. It's really strange not to get that reaction. You almost feel bad for the band, says engineer Damien D. Rob- Robio. Uh, you want to clap, but when then it sounds weird that one person is clapping. On Friday, the rock band Los Lobos performed their Still at Home for the Holiday show. The East Los Angeles band performed many of their hits and interacted with fans through a live video link. When concerts, again, are allowed to host fans, Goldsmith argues there's going to be pent-up demand. Every band in the world is going to want a tour, and their calendar is going to be really full for a while, which is great, but I'm hoping it it does bring back some you know, jobs, because I was in that industry, and... I lost my job because, you know, the whole live concert venue stopped existing. So we'll see what happens. And your last story to keep you in the know, hot cocoa bombs are exploding all over the sweet, a sweet world this holiday season. The festive food started blowing up after videos of cocoa bombs started circulating on TikTok. The concept is simple, place the chocolate ball, which is filled with hot cocoa mix and marshmallows in a mug, then pour hot milk over the sweet confection and watch the two mix together. Uh, St. Louis cake pops in St. Charles started making hot cocoa bombs in February owner rachel sarino said the idea of a chocolate shell melting when another ingredients poured on top of it has been around for a while in fine dining dining sarino first saw hot cocoa bombs last holiday season but the sweet treat hadn't really taken off yet this year thanks to tiktok um, the cake pop company um, can can't keep them in stock so you can make them in your own kitchen sarino says they're they aren't easy but they're a lot of home bakers making cocoa bombs. There's also a lot of YouTube videos with step-by-step instructions on how to do it yourself. The first step is having the tools. Be aware the molds for the chocolate shells may not be in stock right now. If you have extra molds or extra time um, and patience, you you will have more success. Luckily, there are still many other ways to get your hands on the sweet treat. Also, for a quick search for hot chocolate bombs on Facebook, will lead, yield you hundreds of results with a at-home baker selling them for the holidays. It is true. Those hot cocoa bombs are the thing. And yes, I'm going to be looking for them for my holiday coming up. So there it is. If anybody is wanting to sell me some hot cocoa bombs, I will buy them from you. I'm not kidding. You can email me, lifewithhuilet@gmail.com. gmail.com. All right? And those are your stories to keep you in the know. So for those of you that have followed along on this podcast, you heard last week it was my wife and I's ninth wedding anniversary. It was on Thursday. We gave each other gifts on Friday. We did celebrate it because it's a weekend and we were able to celebrate uh, on the weekend. So what did we do? We got a sitter and we ended up because in California, a lot of the restaurants are back to take out and to go. um, You can't really dine outdoors or really there. So we there's no indoor dining at all. So we ordered sushi from a really awesome sushi restaurant here in Escondido called Miko Sushi and it's delicious and it's great and I support local businesses and they're one of the businesses that I love so much. So we went there and ordered sushi. But we, you know, it's funny as as we were going to go order sushi, I went to a Starbucks and you would think that the Starbucks would be totally open at around six o'clock in the evening, 6.30 in the evening. It was closed on a Friday night. And I'm not sure why. Can anybody, I mean, I know we're trying to save on labor. Was that the thing? Is that they're trying to save up on labor? I don't know. It was confusing to me, but Starbucks was closed and I was in shock. So if anybody can explain that to me, I would love to know the answer. Um, just out of curiosity sake. So I was mad because I was tired and I needed some Starbucks. So yeah, just out of curiosity, if anybody knows why at six o'clock certain Starbucks are closed on a Friday night, I would love to know. Anyway, so we went to Starbucks, that didn't happen. We ended up going to grab some sushi. We then went to Kohl's, cause I had to pick up something there. And then um, we did the curbside thing. And then we went to Costco, which is right next door in San Marcos. And we sat in the parking lot. And for a good 20, 15, 20 minutes, we ate our sushi in our car. I know what you're thinking, romantical. Well, that's what we did. So we definitely ate our sushi in the car. After we were done, we took a trip around Costco, and it was cool, it was fun. We picked up some items, uh, you know, wrapping paper, um, gift tags, all that stuff for us to wrap presents this weekend. And then um, we, uh, some gift tags, and yeah, we did that. It was fun. And then we also did the whole, um, what is that thing called? Um, We went to Target. And we did the same thing. We, we went shopping. We looked around at things. We probably ended up getting home at about like 9.30, which is great. It was a nice little outing. So that's how we spent our ninth wedding anniversary, um, eating sushi in our car and going shopping for Christmas stuff. So there you go. That's why we've been married for nine years. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, romance, romance, romance. It's roll anyways um so that happened and then uh, over the weekend we did go visit my brother-in-law's house he's not going to be able to spend christmas with us because he has um, his wife's side of the family is going to be going to them and so we went to his house and i have to tell you if you saw my videos if you follow me on social media especially instagram hula sd my sister-in-law is like the best when it comes to baking he like he ordered jersey mics and that was cool and all But, like, she had a ton of desserts, and it was amazing. She had cupcakes, cakes, and cheesecakes, and pies, and, oh, my God, it was incredible. Love everything. And she had our hot chocolate bar again, because that's a thing. And I loved every moment of it. It was great. I fell asleep. (laughs) It was good. We had a good time. Good time was had by all. But then on Saturday night, my wife and I ended up – on netflix i didn't know this was a thing but we ended up watching um the prom the musical and it was on netflix it's on one of their like top 10 shows we do like musicals i'm not gonna like pretend i don't i do like musicals and um it's based on a musical and it stars james corden meryl streep's in it uh he uh what's his name michael is it michael uh key i just know him as a uh, key um, you know, from Key and Peele, um, and there is who else there? Col Kidman. Um, uh, what's his name? Andrew uh, Andrew Rinaldi. Is it Rinal- is? Um You know him. He's a Broadway star. Anyways, um, there's a bunch of people uh, f- who very big celebrities. It's it's uh, produced or executive directed by uh, Ryan Murphy from Glee. And it was really cute. It was great. If you don't know the story of Prom, the musical, basically it's about a girl who is lesbian, and she wants to go to her prom in in a very, very conservative small town in Indiana. And the schools decided they were going to shut down prom because she wanted to show up with, you know, her girl, uh, her girlfriend. But uh, the city council the san diego or not the san diego the uh, parents uh what are they called the uh, pta found out and they said nope we're shutting down prom so these four broadway stars who are kind of like narcissistic and very much thinking about themselves and they they aren't doing really well in their shows uh end up getting together and they're like oh po- woe is us you know our or Broadway careers are kind of at a slump. We need to do something to get our PR up. And so they decided to take on a charity. And so they see this on social media that this girl can't go to prom, and they're like, that's a travesty. We're going to go help her out. So they drive down to Indiana, and they go and try to get this girl a prom. That's kind of how they're going to get their their PR um, up, how they're going to show the world they're not narcissistic. Of course, hijinks ensues. Um, you go through the story of, of what happens and it's a really awesome movie. If you don't like musicals, um, it, 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 it's not too musically inclined. Like there's not, a, I mean, there is, I mean, granted it's a musical. Um, but I, I know some people who hate musicals and they love this movie. Um, it was supposed to star Ariana Grande. It was supposed to star Aquafina in there too, but they weren't in it. Um, so if you want to catch it, it's on Netflix right now. It's called The Prom or it's called Prom and it's really cute. It's a good, you know, just my recommendation if you're wanting to catch something, you know, but that's what we did over the weekend. Um, so that was, uh, not a very holiday-ish. I mean, we're still wrapping presents cause that's the thing. We are also, um, writing all of our Christmas cards. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we're doing right now uh for that that's what we did excuse me for this weekend anyways we're gonna move on and we're gonna do uh dad jokes because it's dad joke monday so here's some fun dad jokes for you for today what do snowmen eat for lunch ice burgers what do monkeys sing at christmas jungle bells jungle bells, jungle all the way what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire frostbite who's rudolph's favorite pop star beyond Slay. <laughs> that's funny that's actually really hilarious beyond sleigh um, what do you call buying a piano for the holidays christmas chopin who delivers presents to cats santa paws what goes ho ho whoosh. ho ho sh? Santa going through a revolving door Why don't you ever see Santa in, hos- in a hospital because he has private health care. What's a child's favorite Christmas uh, what's a child's favorite king at Christmas? a stocking get it a stocking Why did the turkey cross the road because it was the chicken's day off What do you get if you cross Santa with a detective? Santa Clues. What did the beaver say to the Christmas tree? Nice gnawing you. (laughs) How does Darth Vader enjoy his Christmas turkey? On the dark side. I don't know why I said it that way. Why did no one bid for Rudolph and Blitzen on eBay? Because they were too dear. They were too dear. I don't know. I didn't get that one. Uh, What does the queen call her Christmas broadcast? the one show. What does Miley Cyrus have at Christmas? Twerky. And your last Christmas dad joke of the day for the week? Who hides in the bakery at Christmas? A mince pie. Get a mince pie. A mince pie. Anyways, those are your holiday dad jokes for this week. All right, last but not least, I have your moment of pure happiness. It's the story I like to share to give you a smile at the end of the day or at the end of my podcast. Um, Secret Santa just paid off every layaway item for all the shoppers at, at Mississippi Walmart so christmas came early to a town of canton mississippi when a generous and very secret santa picked up the tab for more than 300 layaway tickets at the local walmart a donor who chose to remain anonymous approached the store's manager and made an offer they had no reason to refuse the jolly old elf volunteered to make good on every uh, layaway ticket they were holding for customers who had yet to pay or fully pay for their merchandise the exact amount of the donation has not been revealed but guesstimates are that uh, guesstimates by the way are that Santa laid out a sizable chunk of change to ensure his neighbor's holiday would be merry and bright and a whole lot more stress-free. In a year that's been especially hard for people, those who benefited from Santa's generosity are truly grateful for the gesture. One Madison County woman named Belinda Brooks, who was gifted several times over, told uh, a news station not only would the unexpected boon mean she could take some days off, that, but that her child would get everything on his wish list. I will get everything he asked for, and so I'm good on that as long as he's happy. I'm fine with that. A Walmart spokesperson later revealed that even after all the layaways had been paid for, since many of the on-hold items had been reduced in price thanks to the cash register adjustment, there had been a not-so-small stocking full of funds left over. In the spirit of the season, the store passed the good cheer along to a pair of local toy drives and the hunger relief organization Feeding America, putting an extra helping of merry ho-ho-ho in the holidays for some folks who needed it most. I love these stories. I love that Secret Santa is a thing, uh, that people are going to pay for things. Keep it going. I love it. I think it's great. And that is your moment of pure happiness. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Life with Hula. If you want to follow this podcast on social media, you can do so by following it on Facebook, Life with Hula. Or you can email me, like I mentioned before, lifewithhula at gmail.com. Or if you just want to follow me on social media, I have a Facebook page myself. Um, I also have Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter. You can follow me at Hula S-D-H-U-L-A-S-D. And that way you can... uh, You know, follow my shenanigans. Also, if you would like, um, you can vote for me, uh, my podcast at podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. H-O-T, the number's five zero. Please, please, please. I would love that. Anyways, thank you again for listening to another episode of Life with Hula. It's the start of the week, folks. We're going to get through this and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.